You're listening to the Brisbane Football Review. We'll be back after this. And welcome back to the Brisbane Football Review. It's James Scott and Angela here, and we're going to talk about the Brisbane Raw W League season, which starts this weekend. Last year, they finished 7th and missed out on the finals, but now Mel Andretta is back for a second season in charge and assembled what looks to be quite a formidable squad in my mind. does look a lot more, particularly in the front, that looks a lot stronger this year. Wakey Chung, Celeste Beret, Haley Razzo's back. That's a lot stronger front third this year than we've seen yeah. last year. Uh, I'm quite excited about Wakey Chung. I think they scored 15 goals last year. I saw on the table today, which was the second yeah, fewest in the competition. Yeah, second fewest so uh, before the West Sydney Wanderers. More goals, so. Yeah, well, actually, just quickly, I should probably tease that following this, we are going to have a special interview with Mel Andretta, and <laughs> she did actually talk about the need for more goals from the forwards. So oh, we'll have to wait and see how that plays out. But obviously, yeah, Wakey Chung seems to be the mm-hmm. main option up front now. So it's going to be interesting to see. So they've been able to retain Mackenzie Arnold, Amy Chapman, Claire Polkinghorne, Caitlin Torpy, who we talked about in the previous segment with the young Matildas, Alira Toby, as I moved the... Headphone cable out of the way. <laughs> Summer O'Brien, Abby Lloyd, Natalie Tatham, Georgina Worth, and of course they've brought back Katrina Gorry on a two-year deal yes. as the first W League player uh, to sign for the Raw for multiple seasons, mm-hmm. which is fantastic. It's a good initiative um, being introduced all across mm-hmm. the W League as well. Um, Emily Van Agmore from Newcastle Jets also yeah. got a two-year deal as well. Yeah, but we only care about yeah. the Brisbane. <laughs> I believe Tamika Button and Emily Gillick will be back at some stage, right? Yeah, I'm hoping so. Um, Tamika Button has um, teased out that she will be back, yeah. but it's it's not certain at the moment. Yeah. They still have their season going on over there. Um, Emily Gillick is a bit up in the air, I guess, sometimes too, because she does have her season over in Norway, and they're currently yeah. going really well there as well. Well, you can't begrudge them for, <laughs> for their success, I suppose. Yeah, they should be back around... Um, by round five, I reckon, okay. but who, who, who knows with the way stage. they're going, yeah. Oh, well, good <laughs> There'll be a late addition to the squad. Well, congratulations to them for their success overseas then. And outs from last year are Nina frousing Pedersen, Angela Beard in the traditional Brisbane to Melbourne pipeline, <laughs> Sonny Franco, Courtney Vine, Marley Forbes and Maddie Evans. So, mm-hmm. overall, it seems like they've been able to offset most of those losses then. Yeah. Yeah, they have... Um, the uh, Maddie Evans did um, retire over in the, um, the US this season, but also it was it is actually a bit of a loss to lose Courtney Vine. She is a very brilliant yeah. young player who did come through the NTC program here at Brisbane Raw. So it is a big loss losing, um, ha- having her leave for Newcastle. But I do think bringing in um, Hayley Rasso will offset mm. that. And Hayley Rasso is, of yeah. course, a fan favourite here with her <laughs> trademark ribbon in her hair. And while we're congratulating players on exploits overseas, we should congratulate Hayley and Celeste for winning the NWSL over there in, mm. in the States. One thing that I think is going to be really cool this year is you're seeing a lot of those Matildas and yeah. women that have been playing over in America, they're starting to recruit players to come back now for the Australian League. Yeah, it's always been um, good to see that. It's getting more and more you can actually you're getting see more and more um, American players come over, but I think it's because the way the league has developed since um, season one, which was 10 seasons ago now, because yeah. it headed into ten, season 10. But um, I'm seeing, I'm hoping to see more and more internationals come once we do get a full W League season going, where every team gets to play each other twice instead of once. Yeah. Or there is a bit Harley of disparity in the draw. It's like that, isn't mm-hmm. it? Yeah. So how is the draw set up then? So the draw is well, the draw is just set up however they feel like it. Really. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so a little, little bit like preseason, just line up your fixtures and we'll work with it. Yeah. So currently you have Perth Glory, who pretty much get the raw end of the deal. I um, think they always played at home. Actually, they don't really get the raw end of the deal. They only have to play four teams over here. Oh, four of the eight teams. 
twice. Okay. So it's kind of the thing. So some teams will get to play each other twice. Some other teams will get to just play each other once. So a lot of the big problem, a lot of the problem is that people are deciding how who's going to win just before the season starts. Yeah. So you are able to, I suppose, stack your draw a mm-hmm. little bit, which, yeah, they do need a full home and away season. That's... I did notice the draw this year, the Raw, for example, only play the two Sydney teams away yep. instead of at home. So. And we play Perth away and, a, away at a, and at home, which is different for us considering we actually haven't had that in the last two seasons. Yeah. Well, while we are talking about the draw, obviously the big change is the fact that five of the six Raw W League home games are now at Suncorp Stadium as part of double headers with the A-League side, and... I think that's a fantastic move. It is actually. It's really good to actually see it. Well, majority of the games are there and actually they have a home for W League <coughs> instead of having them all the way at AJ Kelly Park. Which they're <laughs> Thank you for in. saying that because I'm sick of going there as well. Yeah. yeah. Adam, who you're obviously in here for, he loves those games at AJ Kelly Park because he could probably walk there. <laughs> yeah. And he can cover the game in December against is it, um, Newcastle, right? Up there. Yes, Newcastle. That's the one game that's not at Suncorp, yeah. The atmosphere at AJ Kelly Park is always yeah. amazing. It was fantastic last season. You had 2,000 plus yeah. up there every single game, and it was a good way to boost the sport up there with players coming from Sunshine Coast yeah. and obviously from Penn Power to watch the girls play. And since we're not on community radio anymore, we can flat out say that the Raw have actually got W League-specific membership packs mm-hmm. available yes. now as well, which get you into all of their home games. So Yep, or you get into yep. all their home games, including the one at AJ Kelly Park, but you also get to go to the doubleheader games to see yeah. the men's play as well afterwards. So it gives you five games for both, which is quite good. I, I think, no offence to the A-League squad, but at the moment, I think W League might be... <laughs> I'm glad you said that, because I was thinking it. Oh, look, someone had to make that yeah. joke, and I'll take the hit, it's the one yep. that does it. <laughs> but, yeah, so... Let's talk about the expectations here. So, obviously, seventh last year, not really what we would have been hoping for. Can they challenge the top teams? I do think they can. The crazy thing about last season was, despite having more points than the previous season, they still finished in seventh. Yeah. And in 2015, 2016, they finished fourth. Yeah. So, I do think that while the level has changed in W League from 2015-16 to 2016-17 season, um, they can challenge a team. It's all about getting that good start against yeah. Sydney and Perth. Yeah. Yep. So they're first that's two away. teams you'd expect to be up to yeah. this year. So They're and going to be tough teams. Sydney's yeah. recruited extremely yeah. well with a number of American-based yeah. players. And I think about six um, young Matildas and Matildas are currently in their squad. All that and didn't even mention Lisa Devanna either. So <laughs> they have, the meet- they have yeah, recruited Lisa- really well. Yeah, Lisa's there. Yours. But they've also lost a few players, sadly, to Melbourne City. And I think we are contractually obligated to mention that Sam Kerr, the best female player in the world, is over in Perth Glory. So, <laughs> Although not according to FIFA. Yeah, not according to FIFA. <laughs> yeah, well, we know how much FIFA rankings count for. <laughs> but uh, obviously, Canberra United won the premiers- Premiership last season before Melbourne City won the finals. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, th- it seems like it's going to be another one of those years where a lot of the clubs, it's going to be a lot of clubs sort of bottlenecking for those finals places. Yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong here. Well, yeah, I'm going to defer to you. <laughs> yes. It was unfortunate last season that Melbourne City did not win the Premiership after having that really... Oh, terrible run. I'm sorry, Melbourne City, but it was a terrible run in the middle of the season that unfortunately lost them the Premiership. But they did come back and showed why they are one of the best women's teams in Australia. But yeah, there is going to be... The strengths really well as well. I think overall Melbourne City have found the right way in the like the shortest amount of time possible how to play women's football <laughs> in Australia. But in saying that, it is going to be one of the toughest seasons, I think. Um, Canberra, City, Sydney have recruited extremely yep. well. I do think that they will finish top three 100%. But then you also have Newcastle who are doing very yep. well, Western Sydney, Raw, and Adelaide. Perth will be up there, I think, yep. too. But I do think they, ha- they can't just rely on Kurt to be the mastermind of everything that happens. Well, it's not... 
like the standard of the league isn't going to be that sort of one where you can just put the best player out in the park and dominate like you find with, I don't know, La Liga. <laughs> shot at Spain there. Um, you are actually going to have to have a good side top to yeah. bottom. Yeah, you're going to have to have defence that is um, strong across the board. You can't have someone who's weak at the back, and especially in the central defence where players can just run through very well. You're going to have to have that solo defence defender and central midfielder who can also go on as an attacking player like Katrina Gore does sometimes. That's and why I, I think they all go really well this year because they've got a good spine to the team now with Polkinghorne, Mackenzie Arnold, Katrina Gore and then Wakey Chung up front. I think it's a good spine of a side to build around. I think that'd be really good. The only problem would be is um, if Hayley can get those um, yep. balls in to Wakey Chung and if she can finish them off. But you also have that problem if you don't have, I believe it's Carson Pickett, who yep. is um, going to be in the defending role as long as Celeste Bure. Yep. If they can't help Katrina move that ball up the front, I think we're going to have problems again because Katrina does a lot more movement than any other player on the field. Move those tiny legs really quickly. <laughs> <laughs> Doing one for short people every day. <laughs> yeah, so there's obviously a lot to look forward to. Uh, there is, of course, a new W League active supporter group called the Raw Corp. Scott, you were... Yes. Angels are as well. Putting the <laughs> than I, do. I just want to make you talk. Okay. <laughs> well, I'll... We'll probably defer more to Angel because there was a meeting on. I was at a meeting a couple of weeks ago and they were, there was plans made. We don't, I, I don't want to spoil one, too much about it because there's some good ideas and out you there. You were very, very late too. I was late, <laughs> but I did. There were some good ideas out there, which keep an eye. It's going to be um, an active supporter group on the sidelines for the W game. It's going to be really yeah, good. Yeah, we've got a few. We had a yep. meeting on Saturday again and we had a few chants going. So, yep. so video up. Out there yep, videos up. <laughs> Apologies to Aisha Nori, Nori, who we actually forgot to mention in our chance. We apologise. Uh, oh, that's the joy of it. You know, that sort of stuff can come up organically there. Yeah, well, yeah, keep an eye out on um, the Royal Corps Facebook page, Twitter, Instagram. We'll be posting our chance through the week for people to learn during the first home game. That's right. Also, uh, people get down and support WT. Yeah, also, yeah, come down. It's going to be a fantastic day watching Sam Kerr play. Sorry, Ailey, you get the second mention there. Yeah. <laughs> Sam Kerr wins. I'd, I'd be doing that too. Yeah. <laughs> I suppose from a marketing perspective for the W League, that's what they do want. They want a competitive league where they can say, come down and watch an entertaining game. Like, yeah. like it or not, football in Australia, like men's and women's, does need to be entertaining above all else to get those eyeballs mm. in. And I feel like that's going to be the way forward for the W League and A League. It has been one thing that's definitely been missing from the W League and generally women's football in Australia, that marketing that says that these girls are one of the best. The girls have been in the top 10 for a yeah. few years now, but no one's really taken notice of them until their recent results. the AFL only invented women's sport back in January. So, <laughs> yeah, okay, the, so that's my turn. <laughs> the, <Yeah>. week. <laughs> the AFL have actually pushed yeah, the yeah. W League to becoming a better side with the new CBA agreements and everything has been put in place, but definitely more can be done on the market side to push women's football. On a more serious side, I would interested to see what sort of crowds the games get just because of the way the materials have gone the last six months and the attention that they've got. I'd be interested to see what sort of crowds they get. I think it Not also, just to yeah. the doubleheaders, but also the standalone games. I think it also depend on how, um, how much the club pushes it itself. Yeah. Um, talking to a few Brisbane Royal fans, sometimes they didn't even know the W League side was yeah. playing at AJ Kelly Park. I was like, okay, something's wrong here. Yeah. Something this needs to be fixed for next season. But you also have Perth Glory who have Perth Glory yeah. and Melbourne's Victory, who have some of the lowest attendances yeah. in the league, with about four to six hundred people staying yeah. back. But also, Perth Glory have games that are on after the A League game, yeah. so why would people want to stay around and watch? <laughs> All right, so the Raw's first home game, as we've mentioned, is this Friday, four twenty p.m. Next, it's a away game this week. Home yeah. game, away game today. <laughs> it's been a long day. <laughs> the Raw's first game is in Sydney. 
uh, at Allianz Stadium ahead of Sydney FC's game Friday night. Yep. Uh, it's 4.20pm local, so that would make it 3.20 Brisbane No, time. 5.20 local, 4.20 here. Scott? Oh, no, I didn't realise the A-League website changed it. Yeah, 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 I noticed it yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I only found out. Well done, Scott. Yeah, thank you, James. <laughs> okay, so it's 4.20 Brisbane local time. I'm really having a good show. You are. <laughs> You're a fantastic show. <laughs> All right, so all-time record in Sydney. Played 20, won 7, lost 7, drawn 6. That's right, yeah. Uh, I believe so. <laughs> yep, that looks about right. <laughs> All right, and the other I hope round my stats one, are right. The round one W League fixtures. Friday, it's Perth versus Melbourne City. Go figure, Perth get a home game. <laughs> Saturday, Melbourne victory versus Canberra. And Sunday, Newcastle versus West Sydney. So let's hope the Raw get on to a good start. Be a good game, this actually. Two sides expected to be right up there. And two games, obviously, on free-to-air TV with SBS yes. Viceland. Yeah, it's yes. always good to see Royal play Sydney. It's always a great interstate battle between the two. Is it 27 games this year on TV? Free to wear and Fox? Okay, this is going to make like do that, math. I think it's about 27. Yeah, yeah they have to write two games per round. <laughs> All right, let's just go with that. Yeah. All right, so we're going to take a quick break and come back with our special interview with the Raw W League coach, Mel Andretta. This is Brisbane Football Review. 